Coming up, Space Jam, A New Legacy, a butt-ton of shoe selections, and all-inclusive vacations. All that and more on For or Against. Just old friends on the podcast, we build a defense on ridiculous topics, are you for or against? Discussing random issues, man, this show is immense, so tune in and choose the side that you sit on the fence, man. We debate a lot of issues, boy, where do we start? Adults who drink milk and self-driving cars, you listening now to For or Against, so turn the volume up, this is For or Against. Hello and welcome to For or Against, a podcast for new friends produced by old friends. I'm Patrick Lothian, filling in for our usual host, Mike McFadden. Joining me today are Mike Winan and Rob Silver. Hello, everyone. Hey, you are already such a great host. <laughs> I don't, I don't like that this. I feel uncomfortable. So the kids will play. Is that a saying? I don't know. It is now. <laughs> so this one still says McFadden says it. Can I say it? You can uh, say it. Go for okay. it. It's yeah, you are McFadden today. <laughs> okay, what's been going on with you? Let's start with Robert. Uh, today was a really nice day, actually. I played hooky from work. Nice. I used a vacation day, so it was all legitimate. Not hooky. Not real hooky, but a much-needed day off. Even though it's the middle of the week, I just said, you know what? I need it. It's a beautiful day here in Texas. It was 85 degrees and sunny. Um, the last few days have been a little rough because my daughter's been teething the last few days. My wife has been sick the last few days. And today was the day where the stars aligned. My daughter felt better. My wife felt better. I took the day off. It was sunny and beautiful. And uh, we had a lovely day together. We we just, uh, I got back to the house here about a half hour ago, right before we started recording. We spent the afternoon in Wimberley, Texas, which is a beautiful. very charming small town. And we we walked along the main street, saw the nice little quaint shops. They have a really cool nature trail that goes right through the middle of town there. So we did that. We ate outdoors. It was just like a perfect afternoon. And we the all had thing a good time. you did when you, why you moved to Texas. <laughs> yes, we haven't done it often enough, but today was one of those days that we fulfilled our, our move reasoning. So here we are. It was That's great. Awesome. I'm very happy for you. That sounds really nice while I'm stuck inside with a newborn. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I've been there too. So yeah. you'll come out the other end one of yeah. these days. How about you, Wynan? I, um, I've, uh, I'm fully vaccinated from the coronavirus, yeah. as is my hey, wife. Suck it, coronavirus. <laughs> as are both my parents. So I took a flight to see them in Florida for the first time in about a year and a half. So wow. it was wonderful to see my family and and to travel again. It felt very strange to be around so many human beings. Uh, that's going to take some getting used to. But uh, were you around it was a great. lot of other humans besides the airport and the flight? Like, did no, you guys it was, do most, activities? It was the airport and, and they pack in like they I mean, <laughs> it is business as usual in their own other than masks. Uh, but yeah, I was sitting. I had a guy sitting. I was sitting next to and he was wearing his mask the whole time. He was being so good. Uh, we were all being so good. And then he had to sneeze as we were getting up. So he took his mask off and blew his nose like right oh, in my no. goddamn face. <laughs> what, like that's the whole point of the mask you dummy isn't that so funny when people like i haven't I'm seen the sneeze version vaccinated I'm vaccinated i don't think <laughs> I, I like i like it when people have their their masks on and then they're trying to talk so they pull it off so they can talk to someone it's like oh my god that's the time yeah. when you need the mask on. <laughs> like, 
literally the most important time. I don't get that at all. Today I was on uh, my face. I felt it like <laughs> on my oh, face. No. You got the droplets. Yeah. <laughs> um, today I went to pick up a sandwich for lunch, and I walked in. And here in Texas, masks are now optional in a lot of places. Not in Austin, Texas. No, I, I was in Buda, Texas. It's a different <laughs> world here. Uh, we're only 10 minutes away from Austin, but... Uh, <laughs> 10 minutes a, away, a world away. Exactly. <laughs> and I walked in and and I was wearing my mask. The people behind the counters wear the mask. But uh, three people came in right behind me and they got in line. And I just placed my order. Placed my order. I looked around and I saw two of them don't have masks on at all. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to move to the side here. One of them, a woman, she had a mask dangling from her ear like it was hooked around one that ear counts. That counts. and then just draped down not covering her mouth just like hanging and then i figured okay well when she steps up to the, up to the counter to talk to them and place her shell since she has it she might as well just pull it over her mouth at that point but no she just left it dangling like an earring while she placed her order. Like, just make a choice if you're not going to wear the mask just just don't wear don't it but do you're, te- it. you're teasing me you're like oh, you're so close just all you have to do is just pull it over your lips and yeah. Uh, okay. We were Patrick, in a, Yeah. How are things with you and a new infant child? Um, pretty good. Uh, to jump on Robbie's story. We, before the infant child came, we had to go to the hospital into a waiting room. And um, there is a guy that was sitting there talking very loudly with his wife, just holding his mask in his hand. And it's like, <laughs> like you're in the if hospital, it's, dude. If it's like, there, you know, he has it. Yeah. He I just don't get it. that. Um, but I do remember last week, I forgot my uh, story I wanted to tell. And this time I remember, um, I know very little lyrics to all of the songs. On uh, Earth? Yeah, <laughs> for like baby songs. Oh, I can like man. sing like eight words and then I just go something, something, something. Um, I don't think... Patrick, I got news for you. doesn't speak English. So <laughs> you could just say whatever you want. Also, <laughs> words to a lot of baby songs are really messed up. Like yeah. little, little bunny around the roses about oh that one yeah. yeah about the plague yeah which um, is apropos so maybe you should be saying that <laughs> yeah I should what's little um, bunny foo foo again how does that go little bunny foo foo is about a bunny who bops um, mice oh, on the head yeah and then an angel comes down and says I will fucking kill you if you don't <laughs> stop doing that stop murdering <laughs> it's real weird. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, I think almost all kids songs other than Baby Shark were written about 100 years ago. <laughs> yeah, and that's what we're left with. Yeah. It's crazy that they like, like, I remember singing in a circle, uh, Ring Around the Rosie. And it's like, how does that make it through so many generations? Ashes, like, ashes, ashes, ashes. We all, we all fall, fall down. We all die. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, why? Like, I'm even into if it. it. Was, even if it was written hundreds of years ago. Why do they decide in the first place that, that was a children's song? Like I'm into it. it I sixth- love it. Yeah. Kids these days are learning about death earlier and earlier. Coco, <laughs> fabulous movie. You know, it's part of life. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm four. <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't even going there, but sure, four. I like it. Speaking of four, it's time to play for or against. One of us will present a topic. The rest of us will analyze, discuss, and argue about that topic, and then we'll decide if we are for or against that topic. I'm up first this week, apparently, and my topic is Space Jam, A New Legacy. We kind of covered this in maybe a lightning round, but that was pre-trailer. So the trailer just dropped, and I thought that it was interesting enough that we could be for or against it. 
So some of you have not seen the trailer who are listening. I would pause and just watch the trailer because you're on your phone clearly or at a computer listening to this. But to kind of give you a little bit of what happens, um, LeBron James's kid gets sucked into the server verse. Not his real kid, fake kid. His fake kid. And so he- acting. <laughs> so then he gets sucked in after and he is told that he has to play a game of basketball in order to get his child back like you do and like you do and um it's so it's somewhat similar to the first space jam except for the first space jam there was toontown like they had tunes and then there was earth but now there's this server verse and he starts off as a cartoon and then the cartoons turn into 3D renderings. And then there's all of the characters from everything. So there's the Iron Giant. Um, apparently there's the gang from the Warner Brothers Orange. verse. Yes, the Warner Brothers verse. I was wondering what, so actually that didn't even, I, I saw that happen when we watched the trailer and I was like, what's going on? And I didn't pause enough to really process what was happening. I was like, oh, they just threw a bunch of random characters in there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I guess that makes a little more sense now. Yeah, but it's it's strange. It's like they saw Ready Player One and we're like, <laughs> oh, let's just take all of the things and put them in. Um, so that's kind of what happened. And I'm interested to see what people think. Um, Wine and you saw this trailer a couple of times because we all yeah. just watched it together. So I'm going to start with you. Uh, yeah, so we talked about uh, the fact that Hollywood has no new ideas and all they do is make uh, old ones again. And we, we all decided we were against that. So I'll set that aside. Uh, the other thing is, is like clearly this is a, a money grab where, uh, you know, they're trying to like remind people of all the Warner Brothers movies. But they've done that with the Lego movie, if you recall, also Warner Brothers production where they have Batman and all that stuff in there. So I'm fine with that also. But what really gets me is like, why is like, they took the same movie, but now there's a kid in it with Dom, the LeBron's fake child. It's it's like everything that's like, let's remake it and then put a kid from Stranger Things in it. This kid's not from Stranger Things, but like Ghostbusters, they're remaking it then putting Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things in it. Then uh, or the Godzilla, the movie that just came out. Oh, let's remake it and then put a kid from Stranger Things in it. <laughs> Why does every movie have to have a child, preferably a child from that television show? in it i don't understand is it is it more marketable but it's it's less watchable i could tell you that much um and the final thing is lebron james is the second greatest basketball player who ever lived the first basketball best basketball player ever lived is michael james jordan who was in the original uh jeffrey michael, michael jeffrey, jeffrey jordan. jordan i'm sorry you're right his his is michael jeffrey we're from jordan. chicago no, we need to know that six <laughs> yeah six six two fifteen from north carolina but uh, six, yeah, six. I got it yeah. so wrong. Yeah. But um, yeah, so anyway, he's the second best player. So he will be the second best Space Jam character. <laughs> um, this is this is worse than the original. I have to be against. OK, how about you, Robbie? It, it's all well said. Wine and wine and nailed it. I, I can't remember if you guys talked about this on a previous episode, but two things. One, Movie studios are smart to remake movies that were popular 30 years ago because we were kids and now we're adults and now we're nostalgic for the movies that were there when we were kids. And now we're parents and we have money to spend. So this is exactly what that is. Here we are nearly 30 years later, make Space Jam again, just the new version. And in 30 years from now, they might do it again. 
They did it with Ghostbusters. It was the same exact thing. It's like, okay, the people who liked it when they were kids, now they're adults, get them to spend more money. It's the same exact thing. So I'm getting kind of tired of that. But the second thing, which, which Winan also alluded to, is this is really a way for Warner Brothers to just market all their characters. Because as I was watching the trailer, it dawned on me, do kids even know who Bugs Bunny is? And if they yeah. do, <laughs> do they know who these other characters are? Like Daffy Duck and Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam? Because I don't think they do. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but is there, are there YouTube shows or cartoons on TV that revolve around this universe of characters that appeal to actual children in Gen Z or whatever generation is below Gen Z today? I don't think I don't there is. Know, so I like, that's I the whole point of why they're making years, this so that they can use that IP and introduce <laughs> it to a new group. But isn't that crazy? Like it's almost from as an adult, it seems crazy because I think growing up, we kind of felt more or less like Bugs Bunny and those characters were kind of on the same level as like Mickey Mouse and those characters. Mickey Mouse is always like tier one, obviously, but at least as a kid, it's like, okay, there's Bugs Bunny in that crew and there's Mickey Mouse in that crew. There's Daffy Duck and there's Donald Duck. But I'm guessing kids these days, they still know all the Disney characters. I don't think they know the Warner Brothers characters. Am I wrong? And so anyways, I, I think that this is, this is one of probably several attempts that Warner is going to make to try to get people to know who these characters are again. And, and then buy toys. Yeah. And like just, they did the, they did the uh, Sylvester and... Oh, no, not Sylvester. The cat and the mouse and the, running around Tom and Jerry. the city. Oh, yeah, Tom and Jerry. Jerry yeah. That's them also. Exactly. And so I feel like Warner Brothers probably has done a bad job of keeping their IP going over the years. So now they're like, shit, if we don't do it now, it's going to really just disappear. <laughs> so that's what this is. And it's, I, I actually thought before you showed me the trailer, I was kind of like, oh, Space Jam, this, this can't be terrible. Like, mm -hmm. it's going to be fun and silly. And that trailer is just like, uh, they're just trying too hard. So I'm against. Yeah, that's kind of the, the first one was fun and silly like your your lead actor is not going to be able to act so it's like a goofy movie that's just about having a fun time with tunes bill murray's in it Classic. so that adds and they're just having a good time like this seems like serious <laughs> and there's like high stakes like we're gonna murder your child if you lose this basketball game and like what the hell like there was the uh, the other movie there were tunes and they were in, from space or something they're aliens but now there's this matrix world that they go into like i just don't get why they're doing that and then it's it's fun to see like people with like 2d cartoons and then they made the, the cartoons 3d like i just don't understand what they're doing here <laughs> that's a good point too why is there some 2d and 3 i'm sure they'll explain it but it doesn't yeah. seem to make sense LG Rhythm, the main bad guy. The algorithm. Yeah. Oh, is that really his name? Uh -huh. LG Rhythm. Ugh. Um, and then uh, I saw an article that pointed out that they cut Pepe Le Pew because he uh, is very handsy. A problematic. Yes, a little problematic. But then they have the gang from Clockwork Orange in the background. <laughs> Murder people for fun. Yeah. Also, movie. the trailer prominently you see Yosemite Sam shooting <laughs> uh, um, Daffy Duck to death. Yeah, which is 
Yeah. <laughs> so I am going to be a full against on this one. I was I wasn't like looking forward to it because it's not like Space Jam was like a fantastic movie. But I thought, oh, that could be like a fun thing. Yeah. Like good for that. And this just looks like a pile of trash. It doesn't have Michael Jeffrey Jordan in it. It's true. Just yeah. a reminder. So maybe we'll have and to I took that personally. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe we'll have to reflect on it one more time when it comes out. Do a okay. three-peat. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsor. For Against is brought to you by our very own merch store. That's right, we have merch. Visit foragainstpod.com slash shop to check out our spirit and apparel and home goods. We've partnered with on-demand printing and fulfillment company, printful.com. So that means that any idea we have for a product can be quickly uploaded to our store, processed by them, and purchased by you. Check out our merch store at foragainstpod.com slash shop. Foragainst is also brought to you by cryptoswatches.com. A crypto swatch is a digital collectible traded on the Wax blockchain. They're the easiest, most accessible way to get started learning about non-fungible tokens and crypto art. Visit cryptoswatches.com today. And we're back. We're going on to Robert Silver. What is your topic for today? Hello. I think this is a perfect topic for three men and no women. Mm-hmm. Um, for or against owning more than the average pairs of shoes. And so I did some quick research. Uh, the average uh, men on average own 12 pairs of shoes and women on average own 17 pairs of shoes. And so are you for or against owning more than that number of shoes? Um, Us personally or people owning that? I mean, that's how we always do for or against, right? It's whatever, (laughs) however you want to interpret it. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I guess you can say we'll start with Patrick because Patrick (laughs) is somebody who doesn't even like wearing socks. So I kind of already know where he's going to. I think I know where you're going to end on this one. Are you for or against owning more than the average number of pairs of shoes so i have a black pair of shoes i have a brown pair of shoes i have flip-flops and then i have one current pair of shoes that i wear until they fall apart and then i have to buy a new current pair of shoes every once in a while i have like a sports shoe but that hasn't been needed for a while (laughs) you sound like a grandma Sports shoes. <laughs> Go into your grandson's bar mitzvah. Get your sports shoes. They might want to play some bocce ball. <laughs> um, so I don't have a lot of shoes. Amanda says I need shoes a lot. Uh, she bought. I, I think I counted five, four or five pairs that you have. Probably, I might have. I might have six right now, but I don't. I usually just wear. There's two that I'm. I'm wearing right now. What are you wearing right now? Um, right now, I have shoes that Amanda I have got my brown me. shoes and my black shoes. <laughs> <laughs> that they're brown shoes. They're slip-ons, but I think they were like $120. They're the nicest shoes I've ever had. But my shoes, like I will just walk in them and they'll be trashed somehow. Like the the yeah, way I walk. You got to take care of the things you own. <laughs> I'm not good at that. <laughs> the way I walk like wears down like an edge of it. And I, you my weird. I don't know. It just you have insoles. It sounds like you might need insoles or sounds like you need medical a, assistance. Yeah. Probably. You want to hook a me podi- up? Sounds like you need a podiatrist. Yeah, you should Eco maybe box a, send me insoles. You should no, go to a, a podiatrist for real. Because like <laughs> over, I mean, in the short term, who cares? But in the long term, that could, could actually lead to some. You guys really ever had a lot of like take your shoes off and then just blood pours out? You know what I mean? <laughs> 
That's a funny one, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, so you might want to get ahead of that, Pat. Uh, to dry him out before it. you could use him again. <laughs> okay, so Pat is against, as suspected. We'll move to Mike, mm-hmm. and I suspect that you'll be very for. I like how I'm announcing in advance, yeah, but you, for that. you are the you are the fashionable one here. I think you know the value of fashion, but take it away. What what? Uh, so I don't believe that I own too many shoes. I I checked today. Um, because I I like to prepare for this podcast, <laughs> I own 15 pairs of shoes. Just and I don't cut off. I don't think that that's too many because I own some cowboy boots. Necessity. I own rain boots. I own hiking shoe boots. If you don't have hiking shoes and you go hiking like that, you need those. Uh, I own a couple of different sneakers. I own some running shoes with a with a sports shoes. Sports shoes <laughs> with uh, different um, uh, widths to them, so that like that your feet get get used to it. Uh, one for treadmills and one for running in streets. Uh, Flip flops. Like in fact, I might need more shoes. I none of these shoes. I feel like these are unnecessary. I also have some retro Jordan Jordan ones, not originals, of course, that I never wear, but I like having them. So that's part of my fifteen. My wife Flavia, however owns 50 pairs of shoes we counted five zero five zero and this is, may have been a wake-up call for her <laughs> and so it, between like us this, to- somewhere, this topic is a wake-up call yes exactly nice. is between us somewhere lies lies the, the necessary number of <laughs> shoes um yes. and so you know what if shoes make you happy um go for it they're a part of a wardrobe and they're a part of uh of how you feel you need them to be comfortable and you need them to make you feel comfortable. So don't limit yourself to, uh, Oh, I've got one in that color, you know um, you know, there, there, there's some, they're luxury, right. But if you take care of them, you treat them well, you resole them. I've resold my shoes a few times, you know, they'll last you a really long time and, that's and really well-made shoes too will last you a lifetime. If you take care of them, you dingus. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, going too, though, because even so the ones that aren't well-made, if you have enough pairs of shoes, you won't be wear, wearing any one shoe too often. Right. And it's just the repetitive wearing day after day that's going to wear it down much more quickly. Whereas if you can wear it a day, let it breathe a few days, let it air out, get rid of that sweat smell, and then you put it on again a few days later or a week later, that shoe is going to last you for many, many, many years. Yes. And, and uh, for, for running, like I try to do to get rid of my COVID weight, um, there's a thing called a drop where it's actually good for your feet to change your shoes because Patrick, if you were in the same shoes every single day and you're hitting the ground on the same spot on your feet every day, mm. it's going to be bad for your feet. So you got to mix that up. Also see a podiatrist, you monster. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so like a 12 millimeter drop versus a, a zero millimeter or a four millimeter drop that, that your feet literally hit the ground differently. And it doesn't get you tendinitis. So it's, it's healthier. It's more fashionable um, and it's not necessarily, um, you know, a, a financial restriction if you take care of them well, because it's not like, you know, these shoes will last you a long time if, if you allow them to. I even when I try, like I got relatively new shoes that I think I've worn twice and I pulled them out uh, for Easter and Amanda's like, how are those so dirty? I don't know how I do it. It's it's a trick I have. <laughs> you uh, like to you... run through the brambles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got one for one for one against. 
Uh, I'll start off by reiterating Pat, see a podiatrist. You've <laughs> clearly met your deductible now because you had a baby. So yeah. it's not mine. Okay, fair enough. Well, meet your deductible and then go see a podiatrist. And it's one of those doctors that you feel like, ah, it's a luxury. I don't need to see it. Go see the podiatrist. They're going to set you on the right path so you don't have to see a podiatrist again in the future. Secondly, the number of shoes that you have, Pat, is actually probably an appropriate number of shoes in a pandemic when you're not really going out. I thought it was when, for a retired person. A retired well, I, I person also work from home. So like if I home. went out all the time or like went to work all the time, then I probably would have a couple different pairs, maybe That's, three. That is a very fair point. I'll give it to you. But I, well, I wear shoes like once every other week. But Winan did it. Winan started laying out a very good point. Even if you work from home, even if you're in a pandemic, there are still shoes of different shoes. functions. You have sandals, you have, he has cowboy boots because he lives in Texas. Pat, you don't need to have cowboy boots. That's fine. Thank you. Um, but you have to have gym shoes or sports shoes or, or athletic <laughs> shoes or whatever you want to call hiking them. Boots. Running shoes, hiking boots, uh, dress shoes. Like that's five different kinds right there that are, you probably should have at least. And of those five, it's really not unheard of for you to have multiple kinds like gym shoes. You should probably have more than one pair of gym shoes. You, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to sweat through them. You're going to wear them down and have a, at least a couple pairs. Uh, same thing, sandal. Like it's you can start racking up the number of shoes very quickly. Very. How easily. many shoes and does Robert have? Uh, I didn't do the full count, but I did, I did. I glanced at my closet right before this, and I didn't bring. So I'm in Texas only temporarily, so I don't have my full wardrobe with me. Um, I probably have about ten pairs here, but I do have probably another six to eight pairs that i didn't bring with me and you're short so your shoes are smaller so you can you know it's not as much shoe <laughs> that's right it's it's really a guys steal are, you guys are very privileged <laughs> we are, we're, we're privileged or you just go on to dsw value our feet value your feet yeah it's but and again honestly i've bought shoes and i don't rebuy shoes very quickly so the shoes i have now are shoes that I've had, most of them I've had for several years at this point because I'm not wearing any one of them down very quickly. Uh, so I'm for this. It's, it's a no-brainer. Get shoes that serve a function. And I think the one thing that I get caught up on is I actually don't wear shoes enough that I like wearing because I'm afraid of getting them dirty. I'm afraid of turning into Pat. Like but I think months. I need to embrace the inner dirtiness and be okay with it, knowing that some shoes can be cleaned and if they can't be clean, listen, that's why you have shoes is to wear them on your feet and walk around in them. So you ever I'm put diamonds try... on the soles of your shoes? Stupid idea. I haven't, but uh, I've heard them. a song about well, that. He sees the bottom. So I'm very for Pat. You're wrong. You do have an excuse that you work from home all the time. You're still wrong. Get some more shoes. See a podiatrist. I can't say the word podiatrist. I, ke I kept stopping myself from saying proctologist, but go ahead and see one of those too. <laughs> Oh, I've I've been to him. <laughs> <laughs> We're on a first name basis. <laughs> uh, okay, so that wraps up that fun category for me. Uh, Wine and what uh, what's your topic for today? We we got a final category today, and again, I mentioned at the top of the show that I I uh, took an aeroplane um, for the first time in over a year. I uh, felt a little bit of normalcy because myself, I I like to travel. Uh, it's a, I feel that's an important thing for me. Uh, one thing that that and it's starting to realize is that maybe we can travel for for fun soon. Like the the world is opening up, 
And I think one thing a lot of people would like to take is a goddamn vacation. And when you do, I want to know from these two gentlemen, because you have a different perspective on life. You both have young children. Would you take advantage of an all-inclusive vacation, which I get tons of ads for all the time? So these are either a cruise ship where it's all paid for and you don't have to worry about anything, uh-huh. or is it a destination lo- lo- location where you know these destination compounds basically where all the restaurants are paid? You've got there all the all the booze, the shopping is there. You never have to leave. Is that what you do for a vacation? Is a vacation where someplace where you can for once not have to think about anything is this attractive to you robert you're a man who likes to to see the uh the value of his dollar well tell me are you are you a uh are you a fan of all-inclusive vacations are you going to do them when uh when everything lifts and and the clouds part um I'm not sure if that was a Jewish comment about me. No, that was a specific comment about you. That one time you tried to give me eleven and a half dollars for you getting the leftovers of a pizza. We once had at Dijon. First of all, we were in in high school, first of all. And I was so flabbergasted that like, I don't I literally don't want this. And you're taking it. Please don't. I should also say I am (laughs) you personally has nothing to do with you. That that is a great you have a great memory. And I wish your memory wasn't so good because I also remember that moment. And I feel (laughs) deeply ashamed. I'm not. You got the doggy bag and wanted to pay me for the doggy bag. (laughs) I was so hungry. I was like, I will give you money for food. But also, I'm not the same person now at all that I was when I was 17 years old. Yeah, spend I'm very, anymore. I'm very grateful for that because I would never, ever, ever, ever do that anymore. <laughs> and if there are ever moments that come up that remind me of that, I, I have like this laser focus on that exact memory. I, I remember being in your house, being at the kitchen around like the island countertop with that pizza box sitting out and I'm taking out these crumpled dollar bills from my wallet, like here, this is for you. And you're like, what the hell are you doing? And I was so I, embarrassed. I remember this thing that's like, we're going to be friends for a long time. It all evens out. And it does. Why did it I all do evens that? Out. But like, even if it didn't, it's not even about evening out. It's not about like, I shouldn't have to owe you for a slice of three day old pizza. That's in the fridge. Like, what was I thinking? Uh, I, I'm a different person now. That was so dumb. So Thank you for bringing that up. You're right. I do value the dollar. How dare you call me an anti-Semite? I'm just (laughs) anti-Rob. At one point in my life, I lived up to this Jewish stereotype more than I do now. So I thank you for it. Now we'll get back to the topic. Because then I can make fun of you for it, and it's just about you. It's not about people. (laughs) It just so happens that I'm also Jewish. Yes. Okay, all-inclusive vacations. So you threw me off on this one because you lumped cruises in with like uh, all-inclusive resorts. Mm-hmm. So that actually kind of changes my opinion. I'll, I can give you the full breakdown. Do it. Here's the first part. Um, my mom makes a living by selling cruises to groups. So <clears throat> I am Yeah, she told cruises. me when we were getting married that we were too poor to go on a cruise. <laughs> oh, why would my mom say that? Floating prisons, they call them. Continue. <laughs> yeah, cruises were great up until March 2020. Then they weren't so great. Um, but they're hopefully, hopefully they'll be great again for my mom's sake, for the world's sake, for people who Make like cruising. Carnival great again. Um, but in February 2020, a month before the world changed forever, Lexi and I went on a cruise. And I have been on several cruises in my lifetime because of my mom's profession. She's able to, you know, get nice family packages for our family. 
But in last year, before the pandemic, it was the first time that Lex and I ever went on a cruise, just the two of us. We had Lexi's mom watch our daughter and we went away for four nights and it was lovely. We, it was really perfect because of what you just said. You get on the ship. You don't have to think about anything. You don't need to really plan anything. You just go, you float, you lay out in the sun, you eat some pretty good food and um, have some drinks and enjoy yourselves. So I'm for cruises, but I want to go to where I thought this was going to start, which is all-inclusive resorts, not cruises. Which and are the same, very similar, but, but I, guess I guess they're similar, but I, I don't know. I, I think of them as two different things. So with all-inclusive resorts, they're usually either really, really, really expensive, but you have like some amazing amenities, or they're really affordable. And then as you're there, you notice eh, it's not quite perfect. Like, it's like that 99 cent app with the add-on purchases. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. You're like, oh, this sounds like great. All, all the food, all the drinks. And you get there and it's like a rundown resort that's been in business for 50 years that like the paint's kind of chipping off the walls. The food is not very good, like clearly mass produced and in like tasteless or rubbery. In your experience been, as cruise food, is cruise food good food? They have a mixture of both. So there, I think this is true for the cruise industry as well. There are levels depending on how much you're willing to pay. I think you're right. And it depends on the cruise line itself. There are cruise lines where it's just all the food's bad. Other cruise lines where they're known for having good food, but I haven't had that. I haven't had the bad experience on cruises. I've usually had pretty good food on cruises, especially in the dining room. But at those resorts where you just go, it's it's tough for me unless I get a guarantee. But then again, it's going to be so so expensive. And in my experiences, cruises are substantially more affordable than those expensive all-inclusive resorts. So I am. I would rather go to a nice resort that's not all-inclusive. And then just pay out of pocket for food and drinks and just be like, listen, not I know I'm also going to worry about it. Well, listen, I'm spending the money either way. It doesn't matter if I'm spending the money up front or a la carte. And maybe and like two years ago, like I went to Hawaii, we went to a normal resort. It was not all inclusive. And honestly, I had an awesome time and I opened my credit card and I got the number of drinks I wanted to get without feeling like I had to chug all the drinks because it was already paid for. It wasn't. And that was lovely. Great experience. I paid a little bit more while I was there, but I just like that's part of it. So I'm against all inclusive vacations for going to a nice place and just paying out of pocket. All right. Robert is against Patrick. What are you? What say you? So I feel like if you're going to go to an OK um, resort or a great resort, that the all inclusive or out of pocket are going to be somewhat similar either way. Because if you go to a really nice resort and you're not um, all inclusive, those meals are still like 60 bucks and like drinks are like $12 a drink. So either way, you're going to pay a lot of money. But if you've already paid for it, you don't have to think about it every single time. You're like, am I really going to eat something nice tonight? Or am I just going to get some kind of chicken sandwich? So but if you make, I, here's my if you're if you make the decision to take that nice vacation, then just let yourself have a nice experience. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? <laughs> like I'm saying, He's like saying you if get you're going to spend the then, money, spend it wise. Yeah. Like, like if you're going to go a la carte, don't be like uh, this night. I'll just Penny, do McDonald's Penny, to save a few bucks. Like you're there. Like it's a, a one well, that's what I'm saying is that kind of ruins some of my experience because I'm even thinking about it. So 
I've He's and, saying pay up front. You know, yeah. the cost is done. Mm-hmm. Don't exactly. Then I don't it. need to think about it the rest of the time. I'm just enjoying myself. And so much of vacation, like say you went to, you could even go to like a mid range, all inclusive, and then go to some of the hot spots a couple of nights, get something a little better. But really a vacation is about the sun and the booze. So all inclusive booze. That's great. All right. Four. Patrick is four. Well, Patrick, uh, well, and also, Rob, you're both wrong because it's a <laughs> trick question in that resorts are terrible. Um, the, the truth is, is I understand the impulse for a vacation to relax, to put your to turn your brain off. Patrick, I get the impulse where if everything's already paid for, then I don't have to think about it. But you being a person and I know you, too, have some proclivities that that uh you're reluctant to to spend uh, money. You're uh, you're born. Remember, into the wrong you only religion, have six Pat. pairs of shoes. <laughs> um, but the 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 truth is is that ultimately it becomes a game of how many goddamn shrimp I can shove in my face before the buffet <laughs> closes at eight o'clock, or how drunk can I get for this wristband that I've already paid for. That's not what a vacation is. It doesn't let you turn your brain off. In fact, if you really want to rejuvenate yourself, if you really want value in travel, it's about going to a place and experiencing new things and putting yourself in a new, you know, uncomfortable situation where you are away from your nine to five and the worries of the world. The only way to get truly disconnect yourself from that is to try something new and to learn and so resorts are terrible don't go to them i did my honeymoon my wife and i were like oh this wedding planning was so was so difficult uh we just were just gonna go to a beach in uh puerto rico and after about not literally 90 minutes we're like okay we have to do something (laughs) so we rented a car and drove across the entire island spoke to some grandmas and some kioscos and learned some stuff and costco Yasco. It's like these tiny little like metal shacks that sell you one particular thing and you go there and there's like 40 of them and they all sell different stuff. Uh, Yeah, you can learn stuff like what a kiosco is Um, and it's super fun. And that's how you disconnect from the world. That's how you can rejuvenate the entire uh, industry that's saying that you should unplug is wrong. That's that's not healthy. All inclusive resorts are even worse. You're all wrong against so, 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 said so clearly by somebody who's not a parent obviously your your opinion might change because i can tell you wine and i feel exactly the way you do i've up until about two years ago i was like every vacation you need to go explore you need to learn have new experiences you only live once and you don't get to experience new things very often i'm totally and i'm still totally on board with it i think that's really an amazing way to travel but but then, why are you going to travel? I, I get what you're saying, but why would you travel five thousand miles away just so you can stay in a compound? So Hawaii for me was eye-opening because it was the almost the perfect vacation where we got to relax, but then we got to do enjoyable things without. We weren't trying to explore in like a r- rigorous way, but we were able. Our version of exploration in Hawaii was we got in our rented car. And we drove on Hana Highway and we and we saw some beautiful things, but we didn't like I'm there are other ways of vacationing where it's way more rigorous. Like you go to a new country where they you don't speak the language. And I love that, too. 
but that takes a whole different level of effort. Totally. And so totally. Hawaii, so you just described something different than an all-inclusive sandals where it literally all yes, inclusive. And, I, and I'm as a reminder, I'm against this. As a reminder, I'm against this. But <laughs> in Hawaii, we got to have a nice balance of staying at a nice resort where we can be there for if we want to spend a couple hours by the pool. But then we can say, okay, we did that. Now let's go see some beautiful scenery, hop in the car and go to a different part of the island. And that for me was a perfect balance where it was still, you turn your brain off. We don't need to try too hard. We get to relax and we still get to see some cool new things too. So that was my way of four. Yeah. Nice. Very good. So Patrick's wrong. I am, (laughs) I am needed in the other room and I may or may not be back by the end of the show. I'm going to hand over hosting duties (laughs) to wine end all right i am hosting and by hosting <laughs> i'm gonna say rob you and i are gonna go back and forth really fast two man is- lightning round the fastest lightning round this show has ever had let's do it i don't even know what the topic is That's this is actually this old is school be. because if you remember if you remember for or against the original iteration Just when we did people. it as a video show it was two people as mike mcfadden and john t box thibodeau back and forth lightning round no messing around. We're going to do it old school here. Okay. But nobody so. needs to die. Two men enter, both men leave. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> so my topic, if you remember earlier, was owning more, owning an abundant number of shoes. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to know for or against, I'm going to give you five different household items that people own. And are you, and I'm going to give you a number of household of that household item. Are you for or against people owning uh, that number of the household item or more? So uh, just to give you an example, um, let's say TVs. This isn't a, a real. I, I just feel like it needs explaining. Let's say uh, for or against owning more than six TVs, right? And you would mm-hmm, say mm-hmm. for or against that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's okay. the example. Let's start with a real version. Um, hats. The over under is eight. Are you for eight. or against owning eight hats? Against hats. The hats don't have the kind of function that shoes do. Um, I guess you got four local sports teams, so I guess you could justify having four baseball caps of those. Uh, maybe five if you're like a New York, like a New York Islander fan or some shit. Um, and then maybe like I don't know a sombrero or a cowboy hat. But eight, what I couldn't a, get to eight if I really tried. What about like no. a like a newsboy hat? One of those. No, are you, you also kid, have no. like a bowler hat? Who am I, Patrick in two thousand nine? Before you <laughs> admitted that he was bald? Of course not. No. Well, you make some good points, but you're wrong. Eight hats is fine. More than eight hats is fine too. Uh, just from a, a visual perspective, name the hats. Are, Go. There are different colors of the rainbow. I I might want a blue hat. I might want a red hat. I you might want a hat that represents hat the, the Cubs team. I might want a, rep, a hat that represents my local golf club. Sure, why not? I might want different kinds of hats. And also, you have to remember, uh, especially here in Texas, people can sweat through their hats pretty quickly. So I'm going to need to change those hats up because I know I'm sweating through my hats at a rate of about one per week right now. So I need several Samsonite main that you've got. That's probably, it's not letting you breathe. That's true too. Time for a haircut, buddy. So I'm for having as many hats as you want. Go for it. I'm not even particularly into hats, but yeah, go for the hats. Why not? Okay. Next topic, having multiple freezers in your house. So I'm going to set the over under at two freezers. Are you for against having two or more freezers? I had a house big enough, that second freezer. Yeah, that'd be nice. That would be, that's the life. 
that's that's America right there. It's having a second place for your frozen stuff. Uh, beyond that, you're a crazy person. So yeah, um, yeah I agree. I, I, I thought of setting over under at three, but three does seem crazy. Two actually is the right amount. It's a luxurious amount, admittedly, Very. but it's the right amount. If you if you can if you have the space for it and you can afford it, um, it's amazing. So in the house that we're renting right now, I, we didn't even know this, but there's a second freezer. It's a deep freeze. And we just load up and stock stuff in there. And there's and a it lot of glorious. stuff in Saran wrap that we can't quite make out. That's uh, about six <laughs> feet tall and about 180 pounds. <laughs> so four. I'm, I'm implying that they have next. a dead body in their basement. I understand that. Um, next, are you for or against having two sets of silverware? And the second set would be used as like your fine dining set. No, nope. nope. that's it. No, nope. that's it. That's why. No. You are you are right. The answer is no. Nobody needs a fine dining set. Just your first set can be a nice enough set and use that when you have a nice meal or use it when you have a regular meal. There's no reason to have a second set. Unless it was like uh, a hand-me-down. Hand, this is like a generational deal. Right, I could but see you that happening. Purchase, you should not purchase you two separate sets. One. Or you shouldn't register for your wedding for two separate types of silverware. I submit enough forks have been made like we don't need to make anymore like you can shut them down enough has <laughs> been made true. it's not like forks go out of like it's not like they wear out they don't deteriorate or they go out of fashion they're the same now as they were a yeah. thousand years we ago. have made all the forks and spoons and knives that are needed there has Please been no innovation <laughs> there, of all the technology we have there's been no innovation None. in the silverware department in the last millennia uh-uh. no they, they like they figured out what they needed like like chef's knives and stuff those do wear out so i get that yes we have made all the butter knives that will ever need to be made um that's it shut, shut it down. down shut it all down hey i just paid for uh paid for our infrastructure uh, uh yeah that bill. the yeah. 1.8 billion or two point whatever trillion whatever <laughs> the number is we don't need to make any more forks and knives and spoons use that money for that i'm with you okay next topic owning a thousand books you're somebody who's an avid reader. People collect books. They display them on their bookshelves. They have works of fiction, works of nonfiction. Sometimes they have books that they need to reference, whether it's specialty books. So many books. Are you for against having a thousand books or more? Here's the thing about a book is if you own a book and you've read a book, then that book no longer serves any purpose to you other than a piece of, of decor. Uh, and if you own a thousand books, you are then now a library. Um, mm -hmm. And therefore you have, you have to start issuing out cards. And that seems like <laughs> a whole lot of paperwork. Um, and I don't want to deal with that. And then you have to deal with late fees. fees. Yeah. It's, it's not worth it. Nope. Against. Uh, once if you're again, done with a book, hand it to somebody else. You were wrong about hats, but everything else you're right about. There's no reason. <laughs> Even if you are a book lover, you don't need a thousand books. Honestly, you don't even need 10 books, probably. Read a book, Ten books. It, move on. And if you want to look something up, let, let's say, oh, but I have this book because it's uh, a, about a medical specialty that I need to reference every once in a while. Well, guess what? They have the internet for that. They have Wikipedia for that. They have other things for that. So unless you're like, I will, uh, can I carve out a caveat? Like if you're a collector of like first editions or early thing, that's cool. That's cool. But that's not for the average person. No. I feel like four against in general is for like yeah. the average person. Mm -hmm. So they've right not on, made all the books yet, but they've made it. You don't need to hold on to them. 
Lastly, owning more than one car per person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if you're a house, yeah, for, do you need more than one car? Um, so I have put, I've owned my car for almost two years now and I've put 8,000 miles on it because of the pandemic. And so Flavio, we got extra miles on our lease so that we, because her, all oh, her commute was going to be so brutal. Did not need that. <laughs> uh, we've got the two cars. We probably could go down to one, although I like having my own car. Although if you are over the age of 45 years old, and again, if this is your thing, you only get, you're only allowed, I, Mm, three things three as a things. weird old guy yeah if one of your three things so one of them is books another one <laughs> is nft stamps your third <laughs> one can be one single car that you're working on so if that's a 1978 pontiac trans am or a 1979 dots 280z you're allowed to own that but you have to be working on it actively or driving it actively but you cannot have a third one can that's, I can I push foolish. back though? Because I I I started thinking the same way you're thinking, but then I started thinking much like shoes, certain cars, certain vehicles do serve different purposes. You might have a pickup truck, you might have a sports car, you might have a van for a family, you might have a sedan. There are different use cases. Nope. I'm just saying. Not enough. When was the last time? Yeah, I was driving around in Florida in this uh, Jeep Compass with a 400 h like horsepower of engine i'm like i'm just driving from orlando to <laughs> palm coast and but it's got like a rocks setting and a sand setting and a swamp setting yeah. like i'm never going to need any of those things um, it is so funny i, that, I think that's disagree. the that's the default in florida when you go to the rental car center because i was in florida in december 2019 and the deep like the the cheapest thing i could rent was like a souped up pickup truck and then like after that, more expensive than that was like a Ford Focus. <laughs> Please so, take this thing off our hands. Yeah, think drove like yeah. a truck. It sucked against the Ford Compass. I am, I am with you against having more than one car. Right. It's not necessary. We're mostly on the same page here. Honestly, I, you could have convinced me on the hat thing too. So <laughs> we're hey, close enough. Simpatico, um, Robert. How yeah. about that? Well, looks like we're going to end the show with just the two of us. But uh, and I don't know if it might just be just the two of us listening. So so that's <laughs> fine, too. But if, if you are another person, and you are still listening, please consider to tell a friend about for or against. And if you haven't yet, for the love of God, for the love of Christ, the love of Allah, the love of whatever, write a review on Apple Podcasts. It's really important. It's really helpful for other people to find our show uh, and listen to us rant about hats and hat sweat. Um, we'd love to hear about any topics that you're for or against or undecided on. We haven't gotten a lot of those from anyone not with the last name of Silver Lothian McFadden or Wine in a long time. Um, but uh, check us out on Instagram. Mike does a good job on that. Don't check our Twitter or our TikTok or our Facebook page because those are <laughs> dead. But uh, if you mention anything on any of those, we'll probably feature it on almost guaranteed uh, if it's legal um to to feature it on a future episode uh for now thanks for listening and and, and here's a recording of lothian wishing you well bye just old friends on the podcast we build a defense on ridiculous topics are you for or against discussing random issues man the show is immense so tune in and choose a side that you sit on the fence man we debate a lot issues boy where do we start adults who drink milk and self-driving cars you listening now to for or against so turn the volume up this is for or against